This episode of Breakthrough Success is brought to you by the Relationship Help Doctor, who helps people when they're tired of feeling anxious, angry, and unsafe. You can head over to forrelationshiphelp.com to learn more, or also check out the podcast, Save Your Sanity. Those links will be in the show notes anytime you guys want to check them out. Anyways, let's go right into the episode. What's going on, everyone at Breakthrough Success? It's always a pleasure to have you guys back for another episode. I'm your host, Mark Berti, and when it comes to growing any business, one of the common mistakes people make at the start of their journey is to feel like they have to be the solopreneur who does it by themselves, who just because you know how to do something means you don't give it to another person. But in this episode, we're going to talk about why not only is it good to hand off some things and ask for help, but how you can make it a better habit and incorporate it in your business and life. So our guest who joins us for this episode is a serial entrepreneur who has focused her businesses on supporting leaders and the business of leadership. With Edomineo Enterprises, a human resources consultancy, and Edomineo Insurance Services, a full-service employee benefit insurance agency. She blends her vast human resources knowledge with the realities of starting, growing, and running a thriving business. So our guest who joins us is none other than Vicki Brown. Vicki, welcome to the show. Hi, Mark. Thank you so much for the invitation and the wonderful uh, introduction. It's great to be here with you and with your listeners. Vicki, it is such a pleasure to have you on Breakthrough Success. And I do feel like, especially on this show, I feel like we get a lot of side hustlers. We get a lot of content creators, people who, when you start your journey, you're doing it by yourself and you feel like you can be doing that for a while, but eventually you do have to delegate and build up that team. And I think the core way to get into this in this expansion is to get better at asking for help. So Vicki, I'm wondering if you could share with us, how can we acknowledge that we have to ask for help and just get more comfortable with making the request? Sure. Um, you're absolutely right. Entrepreneurs by our very nature are kind of, we go it alone. We have a great idea. And even if people say the idea doesn't sound so hot to them, we still are convinced we have our, you know, the power of our convictions and we will move forward and set out on our own in a minute. The challenge with that is you really cannot expand your business or um, really realize your ultimate dreams if you are the only one conceiving of the business, conceiving of the product or the service, and delivering the product or the service, and following up on customer service and handling the invoices and all of that. And unfortunately, sometimes entrepreneurs don't know that until they have an experience, like I had. I was going along, I actually thought I was a superhero. I started out as an executive assistant, so not only do I have the ability to, to conceive of the product, but I can also deliver it and write all the content and follow up on the appointments, et cetera, et cetera. And I really did think it was faster for me to do it myself. And also I could get it done in exactly the way I wanted it to get done. And I also think of myself as an endless resource, which by the way, is not true. But the problem 
came home one day when um, I was working with a new client and I realized, unfortunately, when they discontinued their service with us within a week's time mm -hmm. that I had missed a vital email because I just had so much to do. So in one fell swoop, I lost $75,000. And you know, when you have an experience like that, you uh, can do one of two things. You can either blame it on someone else. Why didn't they follow up? Why didn't they call me? Why didn't they? Why didn't they? Or you can sit back take accountability and figure out where the gaps are in what you're doing and then fix it. And that's why I said, that's what I decided to do. Besides my backgrounds in human resources, I should know better. <laughs> and Vicki brings up a great point. You could either just say, Oh, well, it was the person's fault or just assign blame to someone else, or you can take the accountability on your end. And in doing that, you control your response. You control how you're able to make changes so the same mistakes don't happen again. So when deciding between what to do, always try and peg it on yourself just so that you are in control of the situation. And I know some people will say, well, when I'm getting clients, when it's just a matter of seeing the email and the 7,500 clients and big numbers, but I'm wondering if you could chime in on this and what your thoughts are because you already had like a lot of engagement going on. You had the 7,500 clients, so you probably had a few other clients. Would you say that delegating, asking for help, having that person with you, is that something people should be thinking about only when they have reached a really big level of success? Or is it something people should be thinking about earlier in the journey? The little secret that people don't know or don't think about is that's actually how you get to the giant level of success. And by the way, I wish it were 75,000 clients, but it was $75,000 with one client. I misspoke there. I'm sorry. No worries. No worries. But um, from your lips, <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> but, um, but what people don't understand is that's actually how you get to 75,000 clients. You can't do it, do it alone. And if you set your mind when you first start your business, if you set your mind to how am I going to create a foundation from day one, maybe you don't hire another person from the very first day. But when you start setting up your business and setting up your processes and setting up your systems and putting in place, maybe it's not a full on training, maybe it's just a list of how you actually put that email automation together. So when you bring someone else on, you can give them the step-by-step -step instructions. It's much easier to do that as you're going along than it is to sit down a year later and try to memorialize everything you do and how you do it. So if you think about that in the beginning, you're really creating a foundation that you can then build a significant house on. But if you have a wobbly foundation, you're really not going to be able to succeed and you're not going to be able to grow your business. Your capacity is going to be limited to what you personally can produce. And by the way, we end up having, you know, the law of diminishing returns. Mm. The more stressed we are, the more work we have to do, have to do, the more balls we have in the air, the less we can really focus on the details, the less effective we become. So it really does behoove you to kind of set that foundation in the first place. And honestly, even if you end up continuing to be a solopreneur for the rest of the life cycle of your company, you still have processes and structures in place that will help you not let things fall through the cracks. But honestly, the reality is you're going to have to get help. 
no one makes this makes this journey alone. You absolutely have to get help. So um, no one is going to, you know, part of what we always think is it takes longer to explain to someone else what I'm doing and how I do it and how can I be sure they're going to do it the way I want them to do it in the time frame that I need. How can I don't have the time to train someone? I don't have the time to find someone. I just don't have the time. And what you don't realize is that small investment in the, in the beginning will reap you untold benefits later on. And it speaks to you eventually do have to delegate if you want to achieve really big success. You can make a few thousand a month and probably not have to delegate. But if you want to make it with less stress, if you want to get to five figures, if you want to get to like a six figure income, delegation is something that a lot of people do. And as people grow their audiences, they realize, hey, I could delegate in these areas, even though the schedule is already working. It's you could delegate something where you could pay someone $15 an hour or whatever you pay because so like some people like it's uh virtual so for a virtual mm -hmm. business you're able to do that type of thing more easily price is going to be different but the idea is that you are able to pay someone to get the job done and then you're able to focus on let's say your $300 an hour activity so you're able to focus more of your time on higher income activities ones that bear more fruit so it's good even for someone who feels like they have all of their systems down and they have mm -hmm. the structure but I do feel like we should jump into that because a lot of people they don't have the system, they don't have the structure, and how can we get started on building that for ourselves? Well, as I said, the easiest thing to do is to start at the very beginning. So when you first set out to put your company together, write down how you're doing, what you're doing, etc. But honestly, the reality is most of us don't do that. Most of us just get started and we start running as fast as we can. So I, I completely understand that. But at some point, you really do need to, and it might be over the course of a few weeks or over the course of a couple of months, but start looking at what you do. Start looking at the tasks that you actually complete. How do you complete the invoicing process? What are the steps of that? Write them down. There are all sorts of ways you can write them down. You can put them in things like Smartsheet or Asana or um, uh, um, Evernote. You can put it on an Excel spreadsheet. You can dictate it into your phone. There are a number of ways that you can memorialize that information, but it is important to get it down because, again, for you, it helps you not let things fall through the cracks. And then for someone else, you know, you mentioned a couple of times the word focus, and that's really the magic word here. You might be able to get it done, but are you focusing on the task? Sure, you have to get into social media and you have to engage your audience and reply to them and, and uh, you know, answer questions, et cetera, et cetera. But is that where your focus is? If you're not focused there, you're not going to do as good a job. If you have someone who is solely focused on that, that area is going to bloom for your company and you'll get all sorts of return on that investment. So it really is about where you can put your energy, your mental and physical resources. And when you're growing your business, you need to be way out there in front. You need to truly be a leader. You need to be thinking about what's coming next. How do I deal with what's happening in the, with what's happening in the marketplace? How do I create 
better, more effective services or products? Or how do I deliver them in a more effective way for my clients? How do I delight them every minute of every day that they're engaged with me? And, you know, to do that, you really can't be bogged down in trying to remember that you need to put together the next social media post. And one thing I do want to touch on is you mentioned, and we've been talking about this whole theme, is that you aren't a superhero. You need people behind you. And even the superheroes in the DC, Marvel, wherever, they usually have a sidekick or they have a whole team behind them. And that's the, one of the big themes that we present to you because you need to have people helping you. I mean, I recently realized I can't do Instagram by myself because of all the <laughs> other stuff I'm doing. It's like, I want to do this platform, but I just can't. I don't have enough time. So I hired someone who does the posting for me and it allows me to be active on that platform. And you do have to look from an ROI standpoint, you're spending this much dollars each month, this activity better be able to generate more than that, uh, which is something Instagram has the potential to do for my brand. But I do feel like when people hit their cap and they have this, like you aren't a superhero type of feeling for some people, it can really chip away at their self worth. So how can we get better at handing things over to other people, but not feeling like, Oh, I can't do this uh, anymore. Like I don't feel as good about myself. Like how do we avoid those types of feelings? as we are starting to delegate and ask for help? Great question. That really goes to the fundamentals of leadership mindset. It is not about you being the smartest person in the room or having every answer to every problem or being able to solve every challenge. That's not what it's about. It's about having the vision and the intuition to bringing on people or working with people, even if they're in partnerships, working with folks who have their genius zone is different than your genius zone. In fact, all of the people who work for me are a lot smarter than me <laughs> in their particular area. I have the area in which I shine, but they have areas in which they shine. And don't you want A players in every area of your business? I'm an A player in certain areas of my business. In other areas, I'm a B, maybe a C minus. And so I really need to fill those gaps. And it's not about me having the ability and the experience and the intelligence, if you will, to, it's actually not even intelligence, it's skill set and experience to be able to do these things better than my team members. I actually want to be surrounded by people who are better, who are better at what they do than I am. That just levels up my organization. That just levels up how good we all are in the aggregate. So if you're thinking about it, again, it's a mindset thing. If you're thinking about it in that leadership is that you know everything, you have all the right answers, you can solve all the problems, then it's true. You will not get the benefit of having the brain trust that you'll, you'll be hiring, work with you, and contribute to your organization. Leader simply means you go first. It means you go first into battle. It means you take the arrow first. It means you lead the troops. That's what it means. It doesn't mean you're the smartest person in the room every minute of every day. And Vicky brings up a really great point. First off, you do want to surround yourself with people who are better than you because that's how you get better. Uh, so just from a running standpoint, I always like to have people faster than me surround me. Mm -hmm. So then that makes me faster. 
And on another thought, Vicky was mentioning, you know, like I'm an A at this, I'm a B at this, I'm C minus at this. And you have to be really honest with yourself. I feel like it's easy for people to say I'm an A in this, 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 and everything across the board. But (laughs) if you are not honest with yourself and you're willing to say C minus for some of the things, then that basically let you know what are the critical areas that I need help in instead of thinking everything's fine, even though it isn't. So you do want to be really honest with yourself uh, and do that type of grading on all the different tasks you're doing to see who exactly you need to bring in. Exactly. And it, it'll change over time. You may be absolutely amazing at doing the early part. Maybe you can put together a website. So you put together your first couple websites. But as your company gets more, uh, grows more, attracts a more sophisticated buyer, and becomes more complex, you might need a website that can handle that. And so that's no longer an A task for you. Maybe it's fallen down to a C task for you. And hopefully it has. It means you're moving forward. It means your business is moving forward. So it's really critical that you have your mindset in the right place. And it's not set it and forget it. I mean, I have to work on it all the time. I think we all have to work on it all the time. But remember, what you're going for is the greater good of the organization. It's not about your own personal ego. It's about getting out of the way and letting everybody shine. And even if it's just you and a virtual assistant and that's it, you have a really big impact on that virtual assistant. You are still a leader. And the way you develop that relationship is going to impact, maybe you bring on a second virtual assistant, maybe you bring on a third person, maybe you get the person from Fiverr for a little bit. The team is able to build as you keep on putting in the work, but also knowing which tasks to delegate, as I mentioned with my Instagram example, because delegation is going to be something that makes your life a lot easier and Vicky helps people with this stuff all the time. So I'm just going to invite Vicky to just share with everyone here at Breakthrough Success a few places where we can keep following your work and journey. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Well, um, I do have a little gift for your listeners. So um, we haven't really talked a lot about, you know, some of the questions that you can get into when you're interviewing someone, just to really get into their background and try to figure out, is this the right person? It's not about whether or not you just like them or you're attracted to them when they first come through the door. They're like you. They seem to present themselves well. Well, you like them. Um, But it's not just about that. It's about whether or not they actually have the skill set and the experience to do what you need them to do. So you find that out during the interview process. And we've put together some behavioral questions that might give you a little bit of food for thought as you go into interviews. So you can get those at leadersjourney.tv slash questions. That's leadersjourney.tv slash questions. Um, also, we have a YouTube channel that is called the same thing, Leaders Journey. It's called Vicki Brown Leaders Journey. And we give um, tips and updates on how to grow your business and also how to really take a look at what you're doing and think carefully about your mindset. We actually grow solopreneurs into entrepreneurs. So we're very happy about that. Um, so you can also find us there. We'll have all those links down below. I'm a big YouTube advocate, so definitely make sure you check out Vicky because I truly believe YouTube, podcasting, those are two truly incredible platforms for anyone to be growing their business on. Vicky, thank you so much for joining us on Breakthrough Success. It was a pleasure having you here today. 
Thank you so much. I had a great time and you have a great rest of the day.